pretty vulgar pop culture podcast. As always, it's Elizabeth and Jillian breaking down those hard-hitting stories in pop culture. Yes, hard-hitting. That's a good way to describe this week. In fact, we'll just keep all of the, uh, you know, Harvey Weinstein stuff till the end of this episode. We'll hit the other marginal things that the, occurred the this week first. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So the first thing is we'll, we'll hit TV news first. Um, Andy Cohen is now going to be hosting New Year's Eve with Anderson Cooper. Which I think is fabulous. I love them when they're together. I, yeah. On their Snap and Instagram stories, they are hysterical. They play off each other so well. Yeah, I think it's a way better choice than Kathy Griffin to begin with, to be honest. So yes, I love I'm all these for two. it. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that. So I think that'll be good. That'll mm-hmm. be something to watch. Um, Roswell, in case you were like asleep during the 90s and the heyday of the WB. <laughs> um, Roswell was a show about these aliens that were li- living as angst-driven teenagers in Roswell, New Mexico. Which is stupid. Um, and they are bringing it back because it worked so well the first time. It's so stupid. I'm so sick of these reboots and just all this, this the same shit all the time. Can't we just write something new, create something new, or just leave it dead? I mean, you would hope so, but like honestly, Roswell was canceled. It wasn't like it ended after like a ten year run, like Dawson's Creek. Yeah, it was canceled. It didn't like for good reason. I mean, honestly, like I, I, I know I watched it, but I really can't even tell you anything about it at all. I watched. I know it, it has too. Catherine Heigl. Yeah. I, oh God, Catherine Heigl. That's a that's also a blast from the past. Name long dead that we thought would never come back but (laughs) she's trying um yeah i don't know why they're bringing it back i don't know what the deal is but i'm over it i'm over bringing back shit that's long gone i mean can you imagine though if they tried to bring back dawson's creek (laughs) i literally just had the same thought and i'm like katie holmes would not do it she's so far above it like they literally could not just pretend that like jen didn't die i mean like i just can't do it anymore like holy shit i forgot she died yeah but you know it's just like the roseanne thing they're gonna say oh she didn't die it's just stupid it's just Mm -hmm. fucking stupid at this point like i don't even understand character die of i can't remember cancer ah yes that's right because you know because that's happy. It was a happy ending. <sighs> Joey and <laughs> Pacey. Pacey ended up together. Yeah. Makes total sense. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay, we're, we're done with Dawson's Creek. <laughs> we do not want to go down that memory lane. Oh, Lord. And so, okay, but in New Mexico, someone has actually purchased the uh, Walter White Breaking Bad house okay. and apparently has had to put up like a six foot fence around the perimeter of the house not because the tourists are coming and taking pictures and all of that stuff that stuff doesn't bother them the sheer amount of pizzas that are being tossed up onto their roof that however does bother them okay first of all most hysterical thing i've ever heard when you sent me this news story i literally busted up (laughs) because that is hysterical like can you imagine you're coming out in the morning to get your morning paper and you see a fucking extra large cheese pizza up there yeah and then you're just like not fucking again right like it's just so funny to me and what if you get a couple of pizzas up there at night i mean and that's gonna it's gonna start to smell you're gonna have animal problems i mean well in new mexico my god you've got like coyotes and yeah wild things running around yeah it's yeah it's not a good situation so i do not blame this person at all true but you know putting up this fence 
when you buy this house, you have to Yeah, take- but like, who would have thought that was where they were going to fucking going? Like, I understand that the pizza throwing onto the roof by Walter White was like a memorable moment in Breaking Bad history. But like, what fucking retarded people <laughs> are getting in their fucking minivans and driving minivans. to New Me- Mexico, wasting 20 bucks on a pizza, and are like, I just want to throw this fucking pizza on the same roof. <laughs> like, that's my life. It's very bizarre. I personally wouldn't do it just because I don't want to, A, waste pizza. I mean, that's a sin in itself. <laughs> B, waste $20. Or C, I just don't have time for that. Or if you like really wanted to recreate it, why not just throw it on your own goddamn roof? Like, not the why same going thing. to New Mexico and throwing it on these <laughs> poor people's roof? Yeah, it's very bizarre. Guys, stop throwing cheese pizza on these, these poor guys' roof. That is the moral of the story. Just chill out, guys. Just like, do not do it. Yeah. Just let these people live their life. Yeah, like it's not Walter White. <laughs> Skyler's not in there. Like, calm down. Oh, I miss that show though. I mean, I like Better Call Saul better. So no, I don't. I still don't understand how that's a thing. Like because it's just Breaking Bad's too much. What? It's just too much. It's too dark. It's too like Walter White is the worst character of all time. He's an evil, sadistic human being. I don't. I disagree with that. I think that his intentions were good in the beginning. No, they were never good. They were always self-serving. He didn't want to be a teacher anymore either because his brain was not being used to the fullest extent possible. Well, I think that's true, but I do. I still think that he started off with the smallest amount of wanting to provide for his family after he got cancer. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I and I don't do, believe that. I at do all. like. I do like dark movies and shows and literature it was good it was great i'm not saying that it wasn't right no no no. i understand what but you're like you and my brother you guys watch it over and over again we do. and we it do. was just a one-time thing for me there's no way i would ever watch breaking bad again really i've watched it the whole season probably three times all yeah, the way through no not i do that to gossip girl i've seen that series like six times <laughs> because it's light and fluffy and i could put it on when i go to sleep and not have nightmares of yeah. people's faces being blown off I mean, I it is very dark, but I do love the dark shit. I do love it. It's it's for me. I it's like to it. Each his own. It is to <laughs> each their own. You're right. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so moving on to pop culture news, we're still in this like limbo state of Kylie and Chloe, and are they or aren't they? There was like. Chloe made some appearances this week where uh-huh. she certainly did not look like she was having a baby in January. No, she had on a belted wrap uh, blazer. Mm-hmm. You are not fucking pregnant wearing that. Okay, Jessica Alba, who just came out saying she's pregnant, is like five months pregnant. Go look at Jessica Alba's belly, who had a, a phenomenal athletic body before right. she got pregnant. Okay? Right. Still has a phenomenal athletic body, but you can still see her fucking baby bump. Right. No, right. And and if you are wearing like a belted wrap blazer, you're wearing it above the belly. like Of course. Like a baby doll dress type situation. And that's not what was happening. Like no. Her stomach was flat. flat. And like you said, if you're, you're belting this, the bottom of the blazer would have been pushed out yeah and that's not what we were seeing exactly so and then it's kind of the same thing with kylie though like she may be pregnant i don't know we don't know that's the whole point but like she posts these pictures where like you catch a glimpse of her stomach and it doesn't look like she's having a baby in january either no i don't think they're pregnant i think this was a huge elaborate 
publicity stunt. Look, we are still talking about it. I mean, we're going to until we have an answer. Well, and everybody's talking about it. So Mm -hmm. it is absolutely working. They didn't get to where they are because they're stupid. They know how to play the media and they, they play it very well. Correct. Yeah. No, like I... And then I just read an article like a few minutes ago that Scott Disick is said like, oh, you know, all of our kids are raised together. So Chloe's kids. And I was like, is he like confirming this or like he was talking about it as if she was pregnant. But I don't even think Scott Disick has that information. (laughs) He's too busy with uh, what's her name? Sophia Richie. Sophia Richie, you know, dating this 19 year old child. Yeah, I don't. Ugh. I don't know no. what to say about any of this. Nineteen, my God, let's stop, guys. Well, seriously. So, um, in other pop culture news, Frankie Muniz from Malcolm in the Middle is on Dancing with the Stars right now, and as such, gets you know publicity that he hasn't seen in a decade. Of course, because no one cares about him. And as a complete aside, he looks super creepy. He's got like this weird small face and he's got a pretend mustache like those 19 year old boys try to grow when they first get hair it's very strange he he gives me a really bad vibe he he lets off some bad energy to me i don't know he's always been like weird looking even in the malcolm in the middle days which he doesn't remember because he's apparently had nine concussions and many strokes and just recently had to binge watch malcolm in the middle to remember that he was even on that this is so bizarre so when i first heard the story i thought I didn't know he had said that he had the nine concussions and mini strokes. I'm like, how do you just miss like this monumental time in your life? Like, right. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. But the nine concussions, how did he get these nine concussions? That's that's not part of the story. <laughs> so we have no idea. Were you beaten to running shit? his head into a fucking wall? And mini strokes, my God, like if this is true, shit, you've, yeah, your brain is fucked. But I just don't understand where these nine concussions are coming from. Like, Yeah, he didn't say that. Because he can't remember. He, <laughs> he wasn't a football player. No. Like, did he get in nine car accidents? What happened? Give us the answers. Come on, Frankie Muniz. It's Dish so it out. But yeah, he's super, he gives me a really creepy vibe. Yeah, I don't, I can't say that I've ever, like, contemplated him enough to even come up with an opinion on whether or not he was creepy. But I can see what you're saying. Yeah, he totally creeps me out. I don't know why. Um, Ralphie May, you may know him from Last Comic Standing, uh, morbidly obese comedian, yes. makes a lot of food jokes, makes a lot of jokes about, you know, him being white, but pretending to be black. <laughs> um, he died last week. Unfortunately, yeah, that's really Yeah, sad. I mean, it's not shocking to anyone, I don't no, think. No, I mean, when you're morbidly obese, your life expectancy is cut in half anyway, but when you live that lifestyle where you're you know, hitting the road every night and yeah. you're living fast and furious on top of being morbidly obese. It's really sad, though, because he was young and talented and it's just like another story where it's like you could have prevented it. Oh, definitely. Like Gabriel Iglesias, you know, made his money on being a fat ass, but mm-hmm. then like lost weight. Yeah, I because mean. Because you have to be healthy. You have to keep going or else what's the point of any of it? Well, no, you do. And I mean, no one says you have to look like, you know, freaking 
an Adonis or something. Right, 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 right. No, no, no. Just like maybe cut back to like three cheeseburgers a day instead of five. <laughs> like whatever the case may be. Oh god. Like I mean, but that's that's the level Ralphie May was at. He wasn't like just simply overeating. Right. He was morbidly obese. Not yeah. like the BMI index where you look and you're like twenty pounds overweight. You're right. like I'm morbidly obese. Right, right, right. Like no, he like was you know get airlifted out of your house. Morbidly obese. 600 pound life story. Yes, exactly. So, so sad. Like you said, very talented guy. Very funny guy. Mm-hmm. Gone too soon. Seriously. Um, Perez Hilton, you know, gossip guy. Mm-hmm. Had another kid by surrogate this week or last week. I don't know. All the weeks are blending together at this point. They do blend. <laughs> um, that's not really exciting. But now he has three kids. He's like a... Mr. Dad, or, you know, Mr. Mom. So, um, this has nothing to do with the the baby being bored, but when he's, like, holding the baby, he has a horrific haircut and a horrific mustache. He does have a bad mustache. I like, it's the agree with that. handlebar, down-your-face shit. Yeah. And then he's got, like, this one curl right here, just <laughs> in front of his eye and forehead, and then the rest is, like, slicked back. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're traumatizing your child coming out of the womb looking at that <laughs> pedophile mustache. <laughs> Or, like, porn star mustache. Like, ew. I don't know that I'd go that far that he's traumatizing He's traumatizing. If he's traumatizing me, I promise you he's traumatizing that no, baby. No, it's like the whole nature versus nurture. The kid's going to come out and he's going to think that's totally acceptable. And, and that, that poor child. He'll be creeped out by normal people. You're right. <laughs> You're fucking that kid up. Oh, speaking of fucking up, let's move to Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. Like, so... I, I mean, I end up saying it every week because mm-hmm. there's always this major, major story that dominates the headlines. But in case you have been living under a fucking rock, right. Harvey Weinstein is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, many, many women have come out in the last two weeks saying that either he has sexually harassed them in some way or just straight up raped them. Yes. Like, I well, mean, the stories vary from just like come ons, unwanted advances, mm-hmm to masturbating in front of people. Answering the door naked. <laughs> yeah, and then, then just straight up rape. Like, yeah. Rose ooh. McGowan, I feel like, is the most recent one who came out and said that he had raped her. Yeah, I think she's the only one that has actually gone that far. Okay, I know that Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie have come out and said that they were sexually harassed, not mm-hmm. raped, right? by um, Harvey Weinstein. Um, I also found it interesting that Brad Pitt confirmed Angelina Jolie's story saying that, yes, he knew about the sexual harassment and that he went up to Harvey Weinstein and threatened him with bodily injury if he ever touched her again. He's a good guy, that Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'm all for that. You you stand up for He's your wife. He's a good husband. That's why they're getting back together. I feel like they will get back together. I mean, they put their divorce on hold, so I assume that's what they're working on. But Yeah, it's going to happen, people. Um, So, like, th- when this all started, the day it started, he comes out with this statement. Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein... And says, you know, I need help. I I'm came sick. of age during the 60s and 70s where this is widely accepted behavior. I don't think that's true. It was not widely accepted. Well, Tom Hanks has come out and said, like, I grew up during the same time and no, fuck you. Like, we're all not pervs. It's disgusting. Exactly. That's that's not a thing. You need to shut up. Um, But he, like, goes on to, like, so this was, the story broke right after Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, And so... He goes on this tangent where, first of all, he's, like, quoting Jay-Z's, you know, 444 album. Yeah, that's weird. Like, that's going to make a fucking point. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, Jay-Z is, like, 
big pimpin that that's the man you're gonna fucking like quote here in your sexual harassment suit yeah let's calm down he is not the uh, epitome of moral guidance here yeah or feminism or yeah. any of that so that being said he also turns and then is like i'm gonna take all this energy and i'm gonna focus it on the nra like wayne lapierre and i can have a joint retirement party because i'm gonna take them down well that was clearly the hot topic of the fucking week he was like trying to divert the 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 fire that he was feeling for his own fucking bad behavior Mm -hmm. like by taking a national tragedy (laughs) and being like i'm gonna fix this yeah it's so bizarre and so ridiculous and so stupid like god yes and it did nothing to divert the attention because just more women. No, it's not out. like everyone was like, yes, Harvey Weinstein, you should go against the NRA. Let's forget about all of this garbage. Yeah. So, like, Jay Z is apparently trying to buy Harvey Weinstein's interest in the Weinstein company. <laughs> He's um, fired which, from his own name. <laughs> yeah. So, again, this statement comes out, more and more women start coming out. Harvey Weinstein gets fired from his own company, yeah. um, essentially by his brother who was like, no, he's fucking disgusting. We don't want this. Who incidentally also grew up around the same time that Harvey Weinstein grew up. Yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing? And, <laughs> and then, he didn't rape people. And then so more and more women are coming out. And mm-hmm. then there's this uh, call by Harvey Weinstein's daughter to 911 that he's suicidal and they needed to come. Mm-hmm. And he walks out of the house and has like an impromptu press conference where yeah. he's like, I'm going to go get help, guys. Okay, see you later. And walks to this car. <laughs> Very bizarre. Um, meanwhile, Donna Karen, like DKNY Donna Karen, mm-hmm. comes out and is like, these women asked for it. That's essentially what she says. <sighs> I yeah. mean, that's disturbing. It's super disturbing that anyone would say that, man or woman. Um, I really hate that the, the backlash that these women who are coming forward are receiving. I've heard so but many. But only from women. Yes. Not one man is like, these are whores. Right. I don't understand why these other women are saying, well, why didn't you say it when it happened? You could have prevented so many other rapes. Well, that's not true. And I think it's really unfair to tell these women that it's their fault that other women got raped because they didn't come forward with their rape or their sexual harassment suit. This man was super powerful. And... He abused his power, mm-hmm. and also, it's fucking scary shit to be sexually harassed. Right. It's scary shit to be raped. You can't speak to that unless you've been there. Right. So, I think that it's really unfair and really just downright disgusting to say those things. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that, um, and as we'll get to kind of later in the episode here, um, Hollywood itself is the problem. Yes. Like, there, the, the, Sexual abuse of children, of men, of women. It has been rampant in Hollywood for as long as there's been Hollywood. Corey Feldman has talked about this for years. About how he was pushed into a pedophile ring in Hollywood. Yeah, and And he's not the only one. There was like a news story like a year ago or two years ago where that was coming out. There were these like producers were having these parties and Mm -hmm. passing around child actors it's disgusting and it's horrifying and like every time my daughter's like i want to be a child actor nope (laughs) you nope walk away yeah no i mean it's really quite pervasive i mean it just it's just yeah it's disgusting and it's scary and hollywood itself needs to change and i hope that 
everybody coming forward and talking about the heavily disgusting guys that are doing this and women who mm-hmm. know about it and aren't doing mm-hmm. anything about it. Like, I hope... And honestly, I, I mean, very little men have come forward, but I bet you there's no way that there haven't hasn't been women that have also used their power and of stature to harass and assault men. Of course. It's not just a man versus woman right. situation. So it's absolutely. just so pervasive. It is. And Jane Fonda came out and said she knew about this. She knew everyone it. did. Yeah. And she said she regrets not fighting for these women. She was never sexually harassed by him, but she says she regrets not fighting for them. And I think, you have to speak up for people when you can. Well, I think so, too. So, like, basically, I mean, everyone's known about this forever. Mm-hmm. You have, like, 30 Rock that was making jokes about it. You have Seth MacFarlane that was making jokes about it for, like, the last decade. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, like, a widely known and accepted, quite frankly, thing in Hollywood was that Harvey Weinstein was disgusting and this is what he did. And right. this is just, you know, you just kind of had to go go with it. And I think you're right. You made a point that, like Jane Fonda came out and you just have to speak up when you can. But you also made the point that it is scary. Yeah. But as someone who has recently been sexually harassed. You have. Um, God bless you. <laughs> I, you know, at first I didn't want to say anything. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't, I don't know. This is like weird. I don't want it to be awkward. Like this was at work. Like. And you also t- told me, you were like, oh, he's a nice guy. And I wanted to tell you. I watched a documentary on Jeffrey Dahmer and his neighbors said the exact same thing well, about him. Well, and that's, you know, <laughs> I, like, even when I told my boss about it, I was like, look, because he, he was like, what do you want to do? And I said, look, half of me is like, I don't want to do anything. I just want you to be on notice in right. case someone else brings it up. Mm-hmm. That way I can't, if something, God forbid, someone gets assaulted, uh-huh. someone gets attacked, even if that person is me. I want to have stood up and said something. Right. And so no one could be like, you didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know, because I did say, I was like, he's, you know, he seems like a nice guy. Quite frankly, I don't even know if he gets it, to be honest at this point. But he does. I said, <laughs> like, I think he's like mentally not all there. Like, yeah, I, I just know. don't think he gets it. Not in a way where guys are stupid, but like. No, no, I agree with what you're saying. Because after the situation was addressed, it continued. And I was like. I don't understand how you don't understand that your job is in jeopardy. Right. Anyway, but when I spoke to my boss, I said, you know, on the other hand, how many, you know, sexual assault victims said, well, that guy was really nice. No, it's so true. So that's why I was like, I need to come forward. And that's yeah. why I would encourage going forward any anyone, anywhere, not just Hollywood, not just Fox News, not mm-hmm. just anywhere. Like, everyone come forward all the time. It's really hard to when the person is so much more powerful than you. Yeah. So can you imagine if it was reversed and it was like, say, your boss doing it to you? Well, even this individual who works in IT. Right. That was another consideration of mine. Mm-hmm. If this person has access to my computer. Yeah, which is scary. <laughs> and has access to my work computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Like I went to a conference last week and I brought my personal laptop rather than my work computer because I was like, I don't, I just don't want to chance anything. No, I completely understand that. And it's a whole power play. It's Mm -hmm. a physical power play. It's a mental power Mm -hmm. play. And it's just really terrible. And I just, I feel sorry for, you know, these, these women, like it's awful. Well, right. So 
you know, another person who's come forward and supported Harvey Weinstein for whatever fucking reason is this fucking retard Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. First of all, it's her trying to make herself relevant again. Of course it is. nobody gives a fuck. And second of all, really, you're defending him. Yeah, no, it's. Like and obscene. she's attacking Harvey Weinstein's wife, who has decided to leave him. Right. Rightfully so. You find out your husband's a fucking pervert who rapes and sexually harasses people. Yeah, you're leaving him. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't, I don't even know how you can make these statements. Not as a woman, not even like whatever. Just as a human being. Yeah. Shut up, Lindsay Lohan. No one wants to hear your voice. It's like literally like the woman that came out after the Vegas shooting and was like, well, I don't have any sympathy for them because they were all Republican gun-toting country music fans. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, oh, God, how could you say that? Like, that, how could you say that as a human? Right. Like, that's just so disturbing. I'm not a Republican. I'm pro-gun and I like country music. And I don't deserve that. <laughs> I'm not a Republican. I'm anti-gun. I know you are. And I like country music. Right. And... I certainly was like, this bitch, I agree with this bitch. And she's like fucking saying I deserve to die if I was there. So that's like the Lindsay mm-hmm. Lohan thing. She's saying like, like this woman should stick it out. Stand by her man. Like no. Tammy Wynette. Like bullshit. No, no, no. If I find out my man is raping someone, I'm leaving and taking even if my Even children. if I found out he was making like half the comments he made, I'd be like, no. This oh, is okay. This I is know. not okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I've been sexually harassed by a married man in our old friend circle. Yes. And uh, it puts you in such a fucking terrible position. It really does. It, I mean, it really does. And then, I, like, I think about it because even, like, going back to my own recent situation, my husband's at IT. If he was, if he, you know, made the kind of communication that was made to me, to someone else, and... Mm-hmm on its face was harmless. It didn't say, I'm going to attack you or it wasn't like overt. It was like very subtle. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, this is not okay. We have issues. I'm out. Exactly. Like, so I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. So, um, just as a side note, everyone should know that Harvey Weinstein is not Harvey Firestein. Are people making that correlation? Yeah. Poor Harvey Firestein, you know, from, you know, uh, what's, the fat girl and Ricky Lake was in the movie Hairspray. Oh, I was like, Hairspray and Broadway and like all of that. Poor gay man. <laughs> and he's being like, like, like I, attacked. I don't even like vagina. Exactly. <laughs> oh God. Poor guy. So let's just public service announcement. Leave Harvey Firestein alone because he is not Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Guys, let's let's get our shit together. Let's know who people are. Um, Mira Servino, who really pins the downfall of her career on Harvey Weinstein says that she no longer lives in fear because this has come out. I mean, that's another issue too that these women face. So you think, okay, this man is coming on to me. He can make or break my career. Absolutely. I can't imagine that. That's terrifying. And to know that if you stand up for yourself and you're like, no, I don't want you to fucking touch me. You're never going to act again. You're never going to have right producer support your roles. Right. Jesus. Like, it's so insane. And then you have, like, people like Hillary Clinton, who has been on the world's longest book tour. Like, honestly, I feel fine saying this because I don't even feel like this is political. Democrats, Republicans, everyone knows Hillary Clinton was the worst candidate ever in the history of mankind. Like, no one appreciates Hillary Clinton. This is a woman who literally takes 
absolutely no blame for anything ever. She's never done anything wrong, people. She didn't slut shame her husband's mistresses. She didn't do any of this. Like, she is the worst. But in this, like, her and Barack Obama and many, many other Democrats have taken sizable donations from Harvey Weinstein. Mm. And when asked about it on this book tour that never ends, she was some... I think it was on CNN. The reporter asked, well, you know, some of your other Democratic colleagues are going to give back the money. She's like, well, there's no one to give it back to. Well, no, he's not dead. I mean, you could give it back to him if you'd like. But he, the reporter was like... You could donate to sexual assault victims. Well, and so the reporter was like, oh, well, some of them are donating it to charity. Right. And she said, well, I donate 10% of my income every year to charity, and this will be part of that. Okay, well. That, no, no, no. It's not even okay well. Like, you're saying you already donate to charity, so you're you're keeping the money. That's what she's saying. She's keeping the money. She it's, doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> well, no, she doesn't give a fuck. She, she wants her money. That's I mean, the bottom line. People are driven by money. But literally, to be like, so, it's like, you ran on female empowerment, and now you're like, yeah. Well, ah. I, I, I think for me, I just don't trust anything that any politician says. Even if I like the politician and I feel like the politician has a good heart, I still don't believe them 100%. So for me, whatever a politician says, I'm not surprised by. I'm not horrified when they do something horrific because I expect that from them. So like her behaving this way does not surprise me. It doesn't anger me. It's just expected. It's not surprising because I think everyone realized that this is who, like the Democrats know they should have put someone else up. Mm-hmm. They put Joe Biden up. Joe Biden's the president right See, now. See, now that's a that's a guy I can get behind. And I'm pretty sure he lies to us. So I'm just like, I accept that politicians lie <laughs> politicians to me. Politicians do lie. You're absolutely right. But like, it's Hillary's attitude. At least the, po- <laughs> she doesn't care. She doesn't care about anyone that's not her. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. She doesn't. She's driven for herself, by herself. She wants what she wants. And, you know. It is what it is. And I'm, so to be, like go in front of people when everyone's like, yeah, we're going to give this money to charity. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I already give 10% of my income to charity. So, you know, that's going to be part of this. Yeah. Okay. No. You could have like a, just a little bit of sympathy for like. She doesn't though. Anyone. Anyone. <laughs> She's one of those women who does not. It's like she, she doesn't feel. No. And she maybe does not. she can't feel because she's so successful. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's how you get to where you're at, but. Oh, man, that woman just drives me nuts. Like, I want her to, like, the the running joke everywhere is that she wrote this book, What Happened? And so the cover just says, What Happened? Right. And it has her name, Hillary Rodham Clinton. And people are like, What Happened? Hillary Rodham Clinton. Like. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I the fact it. that Donald Trump could win is remarkable. No, you're so right. Joe Biden. I feel like Joe Biden is like one of those like grandpas that you just want to hang around. Yeah, no, he seems like a cool dude. Like, I'm just saying if they would have put him up, he would have won. Absolutely. 100%. We would not be here grabbing people by the pussy. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) right. That man who said that, who we all heard say that, won. Do you remember when Joe Biden was caught on tape saying, oh, this is fucking awesome. Something like that to Obama about. No, he was like, there was a speech that Obama had just given and he went to hug him and Biden was like, oh, this is fucking something. And everyone was outraged that he said fucking. And it's like they were outraged that Joe Biden, the vice president, said the word fuck. But we're not outraged that this man 
who is now our president, said, grab him by the pussy. Yeah. No, it, it all ties into this. It's just crazy. So, like we said earlier, Rose McGowan is, it's, has come out and said, he raped me. Like, right. no, no mincing words. Right. That's mm-hmm. it. And so now she claims that Twitter is shutting her down. I saw that, yeah. They're not, like, you know, posting her tweets. She's in Twitter jail or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck happens. Megan Kelly has come out in support of Rose McGowan saying that essentially Twitter did the same thing to her in the post Donald Trump bleeding from everywhere, blah, 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 uh-huh. tirade. So apparently this is a thing. Um, do you think that I have this thought about Megan Kelly? Do you think she's coming out in support of Rose McGowan to try to get the sympathy of people because she's so highly disliked. No one likes her today. Our, um, she's kind of seen as this icky woman. So I'm just couldn't help but feel like she came out in support of Rose McGowan and be like, look, I've been victimized too. I've been victimized too, to get the sympathy. I think that Megan Kelly is definitely disingenuous. Um, I don't like her at all. I ha- didn't like her on Fox News. Mm-hmm. I don't like her now. Like, I just never liked her. Right. Um, I think that, yes, there's an element of, like, she's using these other people's stories. Because you, if you remember, after that first debate and this whole thing that happened, that's what got Megyn Kelly to mainstream NBC. Mm-hmm. Like, she was... The most liked woman in the world at that point. Right. Everyone rallied around her. Mm-hmm. So I just I just had that feeling that she was using this to kind of like bolster support. And kind yeah, of just, I think. So I just had that feeling. I, I mean, just, I find her to be disingenuous, yes. so that wouldn't surprise me at all. So I was just like, I really don't think you need to tie yourself to this cause, but okay. So, you know, since this story broke, other people have started coming out and mm-hmm. not related to Harvey Weinstein, James Vanderbeek throwback to Dawson's Creek again. Exactly. Full has been circle. sexually harassed by male producers and directors. Right. Rob Schneider has. I know. Terry fucking Cruz has. That guy's beefy as fuck. Like, who is sexually harassing Terry Cruz? Can you even imagine trying to force Terry Cruz to do anything? Like, he's this huge man yeah. and he's got this deep voice and he's yeah. muscular. You're like, he could kill you. Yeah, it's crazy. Nelly, Nelly's raping girls and like being creepy to little girls on stage. Why are little girls at Nelly concerts Anyway, oh, that's a side note. But like, okay, so my boyfriend sent me that video of Nelly at the concert, and he's what song is he singing? He's singing, um, it's a romantic song. It's yeah, like I think a, it was like the over and over again. Yeah, Tim McGraw. It was, and he is looking into her eyes. He's caressing her face and hair, and he's like, "Yeah, the hair." I was like, "Oh God, stop it!" I literally would kill any man who touched my daughter that way. Literally, I'm telling you right now on air kill that motherfucker with my bare hands yeah it's i don't again though i also don't understand why a girl of that age she was probably like 10 11 maybe yeah is that a nelly concert it's no! not appropriate <laughs> that's so weird like are you kidding me parenting let's learn how to do no, it correctly that's like not happening these days but um God, yeah when when my boyfriend said that to me i was like babe i'm gonna vomit in my mouth yeah it was so gross and then to cap it all off uh Ben Affleck, also a perv. He grabbed <laughs> Hillary Burton, who was on One Tree Hill when she mm-hmm. was a TRL VJ. Mm-hmm. He grabbed her left breast, apparently. He also has grabbed people by the ass and <laughs> inserted his finger into their asshole. So like these are things that happened quite some time ago. Correct. So I think we should stipulate that. And I also think, I watched the video 
of Ben Affleck with several people. And yes, he is being very inappropriate. I also attribute that to his age. And I also attribute that to him being newly famous. I don't think as a grown man, a father of what, three or four kids? No, three kids? He has three Three, kids. Three, I think. Yeah, two girls and a son. That he would do that now. Well, so let's, you know, to wrap up the conversation, let's think about that. Because the New York Times tried to do this Harvey Weinstein story a decade ago. Mm -hmm. And it was Matt Damon and other similarly situated actors that shut this story down. Interesting. That killed it. So is Matt Damon also culpable here? Absolutely. God, this is so fucked up because, okay, like, I love Ben Affleck. I know he's got demons. Obviously, more demons than we thought. I love um, Matt Damon, too. And so hearing this really disappointed me. And it was like, you know that feeling, like, when you're a kid and, like, you would rather your parents be mad at you than disappointed? Yes. I'm disappointed in them as human beings. because oh, 100%. I, I thought, separate from their acting, that they were good human beings. Yeah, I don't, like I don't know Damon, that I ever know. I knew, like... You know, Casey Affleck's got his whole oh, shit, sexual yeah. assault thing going on, too. <laughs> but in, part of me is like, is everyone yes. an asshole? Is yes. everyone this sexually harassing, rapist mentality? Is that what it is? I I wouldn't go so far as to everyone's a rapist. I don't think that's in everyone. But I think, especially men. So I think there are people that would like to think that there's no biological differences between men and women, which is just simply not true. Well, that's Stupid. People think that all the time. Like, men are built stronger. Not right. to say that a woman can't get strong. Right. But men are naturally stronger. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, different hormones, different... Women are pretty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many biological differences. Right. One of those differences, I think, is is chemical in the brain. It probably has to relate specifically to testosterone. Mm-hmm. When men gain power... They use it uh-huh. to get women. So Men are super hypersexual beings. Uh-huh. Any man will tell you they're thinking about sex multiple times per minute. Yeah. So that being said, these men like Harvey Weinstein, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, any of them. I'm not. And I'm, there's nothing's come out that Matt Damon has actually assaulted anyone. Right. But they use their power for bad. I just, I, and they don't even see the problem with it because it's just what all of them are doing. It happens with presidents, Bill Clinton, JFK. Right. Yeah, it's just. Well, I feel like with JFK, he wasn't sexually harassing. They, their vagina just fell well, on that's him. That's true. Too. They just opened it up that's for him. True. <laughs> but like, do you think? I mean, Bill K- Clinton is obviously charismatic, but no, I would never have been attracted position. to him. It's the position that, like women i'm trying to put myself in their position and be like would i be attracted to a man just because of their power i can't see myself you know who i am super attracted to which is super weird is larry david he's old (laughs) he's old and wrinkly but i'm super attracted to him is that because he's powerful and has money i don't think that i think it's because he's hysterical and he reminds me of my boyfriend That's weird that you're comparing your boyfriend to, like, you know, a 70-something-year-old man. They're both neurotic. <laughs> I mean, I'm neurotic, too. So are you attracted to Woody Allen? No. Who is a sexual assaulter? <laughs> no, I'm, I love Woody Allen as a uh, 
a writer mm-hmm. and as a filmmaker. I yeah. love him as, as that. I find his movies to be super wit. See, and this is also a huge problem for me because I can separate actors from their personal yes. beliefs. But it's hard for me to love Woody Allen's films. Like, some of my favorite films are Woody Allen films. Right. He's so smart. He's so witty. He's hysterical. His films are so good. Like, people think they're awful. But I love them. I think they're so smart. Like, there's nothing like them out there. And so, it's really hard for me to love these uh, films and know that he married his adopted daughter. Yeah. And was probably having sexual relations with her way before that was okay. Yeah. I mean, not that it's ever okay to have sexual relations with your adopted daughter, but you know what I mean? But like... Um, And the molestations that his actual children are coming out saying that he did. Yeah. So So, it's hard for me. I don't know. I mean, for the most part, like, I can do that with, like, politics and whatnot. Like, Uh I can separate that. Like, I don't... I'll watch a Jane Fonda movie. I don't care. Like, oh, I will people get visceral, like, oh, my, angry. My dad, if you mention Jane Fonda, he will go off. Yeah. So that being said, I, I can separate that. But that it, it does become tougher when they're just like, like Roman Polanski. Oh, like, God, it's just yeah. a bad human being. Yeah. Just a bad human being. You don't want to put money in their pocket. You don't want to do yeah. anything because... Like, while you're sitting there watching the movie, you're like, shit, I put money in their pocket. It's kind of like my feeling on Scientology. Like, I really want to read Dianetics. Right. Because I just want to see what it's about. Mm -hmm. But unless I find it in a library or a dumpster, there's no fucking way I'm reading it because I'm not putting money in the pockets of Scientology. (laughs) No, it's true. And, like, you and I and our other friend used to stay at the Trump Hotel in Vegas because, guys, aside of who he is as a person. He's that, the best hotel- hotelier that's ever existed. That hotel <laughs> is amazing. First of all, it has no casino. So you don't have to walk through smoke or gambling or nastiness. You just walk into this gorgeous lobby that smells like a beautiful flower field. Like, I don't know what they're spraying in there, but it's gorgeous. It's clean. Yeah. It's pristine. Everything is shiny and beautiful. The, the room staff. service is amazing. Yes. We have, I mean, on your birthday when we stayed there several years back, they sent you a complimentary bottle of champagne. Yeah, and handwritten cards. Yeah, so they were, they are on top of it. But since all this shit came out about Trump, since he became president, we refused to stay there. Like, we refused to put money into his pocket. Mm-hmm. It pains us because... I hate it. We miss hate that it. hotel. Like, if someone... Can someone just buy that and put a different name on it? Like, literally, I want... It, if... as part when donald trump became president after he was inaugurated they said that you know perhaps he was going to divest himself of, mm-hmm. of the company and i was like please god i just want to go back to the hotel i know i know and it has such an amazing view because it like looks down on the uh, strip yeah yeah no definitely it's, just, it's one of the best hotels ever it's a gleaming tower of beauty of beauty and now we can't stay there yes. um but yeah so i mean i feel like this podcast this episode jumped all over the place. It did. But uh, that's okay. That's what That's, that's what we're here yeah. for. Like, uh, we're just saying what you guys are thinking. Don't exactly. even lie about that. So I don't know where I stand with Ben Affleck. And it's very conflicting for me because I've loved him as an actor, as a director. Mm-hmm. Loved him, loved him. And now I just feel like he's disappointed me and he's broken my heart. Well, when he cheated on Jennifer Garner, that well, kind of like really turned it down for me. Well, that, yeah, that really hurt me too. But... Sexual harassment's a new level. Oh, God, yes. Yes, yes, yes. 100%. A super new level. I just... Fuck, man. So let's hope next week when we uh, reconvene that... 
yeah, stories are a little bit brighter, a little more funny. Like, let's talk about Aaron Carter's drug problems or something like that. Yeah, like, that's much more lighthearted for us yeah, guys. Yeah, like it's hard when pop culture becomes so serious so real life so guys find us on instagram pretty vulgar podcast let us know what you think share your thoughts your feelings we are here to listen and uh don't forget to like and uh rate us on itunes so we can keep bringing you the pop culture news weekly so see you guys next week Bye. bye